millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, welcome to Warrior U. Join retired Special Forces Officer Bram Connolly as he explores resilience, mental toughness, high-performing habits, and other aspects that are required to develop a warrior mindset. Warrior U, it's the performance edge. Hey everyone, it's Bram Connolly here, retired Special Forces Operator and Officer with over 20 years in the Australian Army. Just before we launch into today's show, I want to tell you a little bit about the Warrior U program that forms the basis of the Warrior U website. The program has been designed to help anyone aspiring to join the Australian Defence Force. There's a tailored fitness program based on simple movements that ensures you get from zero to hero in the time frame that you have available. There's lessons on military skills and culture. Lessons are self-paced and there are quizzes to help reinforce the learning. Some of the topics include weapon types, navigation theory, survival, and there's fieldcraft lessons too, just to name a few. There's also a mental resilience block of training. The main aspect of the program though is the access to mentors who've either held positions within the Defence Force recruiting or recruit or officer instructors and even some Special Forces selection staff. So no matter what you want to do in the ADF, we have a mentor to assist and provide advice. Check out the website on www.warrioru.com.au. That's warrior and the letter U. Now, to introduce today's sponsor and then our guest. This week on the Warrior U podcast, I talked to Curry Pierce. She's one of my favorite CrossFit athletes because of her amazing work ethic and her dedication to the sport. But what sets her apart in my mind is her consistency throughout the years and the way she supports other athletes and her clients. And she's accessible to fans like me. She was an American college gymnastics champion and after gymnastics, she had to go up powerlifting, winning that too. And then started in CrossFit where six months after her first CrossFit session, she found herself in the East Regionals, qualifying for the CrossFit Games. Can you even imagine that you start doing CrossFit and in your first year, you're in the CrossFit Games? We recorded this episode late last year, and I wanted to wait until the end of the CrossFit Open this year to release it. Last year, Curry finished 6th in the CrossFit Games, and ninth this year in the world in the Open, earning another invite to her 5th CrossFit Games. Oh, and if you want an idea of how strong she is, her PR for the clean and jerk is 117 kilograms. Curry is a Halo Sport athlete and uses the device a few times a week prior to any exercises that require movement patterns or neuro support to ensure proper form. Okay, before we move on, this week's episode is sponsored by my good mates across at Ringers Western. The Ringers Western brand was born back in 2012. It was cooked up on a rugged cattle station out in the Kimberley. They provide a dependable product with their focus firmly set on a quality clothing feel. So go and check out their website and throw them some support. All right, let's get on with today's show. How are you today? You okay? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Have How you, about yourself? Have you trained? I'm, I'm good. Have you trained yet? Yeah. It's, uh, it's 9 p.m. here. Oh, right. Your day's, your day's finishing. Yeah, it is. It is. So, yeah, I got a lot of good training. My weightlifting coach was gone for like a month and a half, and he's back. So, today was literally like all of the squats, which was great. But It's not great, is it? Good. Because you like yeah. to do bench press and arm curls. 
<laughs> I do, I do. You know, you know. Um, but I you, feel those spots in there sometimes. So you you do have you do have arms that I'm jealous of, which is. Thank <laughs> uh, <laughs> you. All the gymnastics helped get them, and then yeah, I did like a little bit of physique training, so that yeah. kind of helped. And, and from that, like everyone's just like, "Oh, your biceps, your biceps." I'm like, I mean, my parents met at a gym too, so they're both like very into fitness, working out, and I mean, like especially when they were younger, they were like really, really in shape. So yeah, and you won ten national championships. Is that right for gymnastics? Yeah. So you definitely know what it takes to be a winner. Yeah, there and, you go. Lots of hard work, but yeah, it's it's worth it in the end. And and what it feels like to win as well. And when you when you know what that feels like, it's easier to win, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You know what it takes, and like you said, you use that as motivation because you know how good it feels. And like especially the days that you're like tired and you don't want to train as much, you just like relive that feeling, and nothing can beat that. Yeah. With regards to the Halo Neurosport, which is what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Would you say that you are a brand ambassador for them or would you say that it actually is something that you can find a definitive advantage with? So I would say both because I don't support products unless I actually believe in them. Mm. So I I wouldn't be supporting it and I wouldn't wear it and use it for my training unless it was something that I believed in. Yeah. And it was, yeah. And it was funny because, like, within the first, like, the first week, I, like, wore it. My, so my manager at the time told me what to do with it. He didn't tell me anything about it or, like, what it did. Because he was actually the one that originally found Halo Sport. Um, and so he was like, okay, here's a pair of headphones. This is how you use them. I want you to put them on for 20 minutes before your training, just, like, as you're warming up. Mm-hmm. Take them off. Do your thing. Whatever. And then I want you to write in a notebook and like kind of just keep track of what goes on during your week, how you feel during your training and everything. Mm. So yeah, I mean, notes and I mean, it worked out like I tell people it worked out that it was the week that I was like maxing out some of my lifts. And so I ended up PRing both my clean and jerk and my snatch that week. And it was like the first week that I wore it. So obviously I wrote that in my little notebook and it's just something that's like stuck with me. Um, and so it's like, it's kind of cool like that, that turned out that well and then shortly after I started wearing it like a little bit more for rowing and swimming and different things more than just weightlifting because I was like well if it can possibly help my weightlifting then I should wear it in other things and like my performance gone up in most every area and I'm like obviously it's a combination of hard work and other things like you're eating and you're coaching and then the halo sport like there's just a lot of things that come into play, but I definitely think it helps give me a little bit of an advantage just because a lot of people don't think about their their brain during training. Mm. And so if I think about that and that's an extra step to get me ahead of the game, then I'll go for it. Any any advantage is an advantage for sure. Brain and priming your brain to learn faster. Yeah. It's interesting because you're, yeah, because you could have been on a glide path of your training anyway where you're peaking and, and, so causation, correlation. I'm, I've used it because um, I hate double unders. <laughs> there you go. I'm think, Perfect. I'm thinking Perfect. that I'm thinking that there's a lot of Australians that hate this, and maybe um, Pierce's points might might maybe you'll cover that somewhere in there. I'm sure. There and you I'll, go. I'll be sure yes. to I'll be sure to point people towards that after I subscribe. The Halo Sport didn't come with double unders. 
<laughs> Neither did any of the 10 ropes that I've bought in the last three years. <laughs> yeah, Maybe you just need 11. There you go. That's, yeah. yeah, that's me. So my coach actually couldn't do a double unders to save his life. He got a weighted jump rope, like the newer weighted jump rope from RPM. Mm. And he used it during the open workout with double unders because he was like, that's the one jump rope that I could actually string together double unders with. Just like, because he could feel the weight of it, like whipping around. Because it's slower too, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I can't, that's funny you say that I can actually do, I can string, you know, eight to 10 and a few more together with the heavy with the heavy rubber rope that I have, but I can't do it with the whippy one because it just keeps clipping the front of my feet. And the thing that I'm worried about with the halo sport is that I reinforce bad training by yeah. u- by using yeah. it. Mm. Um, we'll get onto the halo sport pro- properly in a minute, but I want to talk to you about CrossFit first because a lot of the people that listen to the Warrior You podcast are, are CrossFitters. First of all, you must hate Australian CrossFitters at the moment. I would I wouldn't say I hate them. They're all so friendly. Yeah. It, and when they're so friendly. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, like the sweetest person ever. But yeah, yeah she's yeah. good. <laughs> she's great. She's phenomenal. Yeah. So so when did you start doing CrossFit? I started CrossFit in November two thousand and fourteen. Okay. So wow, that's not that long, is it? Really? And then you've no, been I, CrossFit Games fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Yes, that's correct. And slowly creeping up the ladder each year. And they say that some of the best uh, accountability is when is when you tell people that you're going to do something before you do it. So uh, so you can have your moment now to say you're going to be on the podium next year? I am going to be on the podium next year. There you are. Yeah, okay. And so the gymnastics background that, that you have, that must be that must make you so confident with a lot of the things like the muscle ups and ring the ring ring work or and as you've said before publicly you know there's um you never really know what they've got in store for you so you've got to do a little bit of everything yeah but your gymnastics yeah. background must be a, an amazing base yeah it is just because it, a lot of the stuff is second nature and i think mm. not even just like gymnastic movements you get like the body awareness and everything that just comes from gymnastics mm. from such a young age so you pick up I feel like even other movements a little bit faster than the normal. Well, when I started CrossFit, I was twenty-five uh, year old. All right. So I, yeah, I think that's part of another benefit. But as you said, the gymnastic stuff is just great. Especially my first regional, there was two different handstand workouts. One was deficit strict handstand push-ups, and then another one was handstand walking. And I was able to win both of those events, mm. which really helped uh, me to solidify my spot to the games and then yeah it's always nice having those workouts that you know you're going to do well in whether it's a lot of pull-ups or muscle-ups on ring or the bar mm. um and then like a couple of years ago when the ring handstand push-ups came out i was like this will be good i mean i wasn't i didn't practice rings as a gymnast mm. but like i said it's more of like the body awareness and being so comfortable mm. in a handstand and like the strong upper body that comes with gymnastics that the ring handstand push-ups like came I guess easier for me than for a lot of other people. Yeah, and the, what about the so things like the butterfly um, chin ups? I mean, that in where I in my background, the sort of special forces background, that's you do a chin up, it's a strict chin up. You know, you're like yeah. body straight up and down, 
you know, chin over the bar all the way to the ground and back. And so when I first started CrossFit around 2012, um, no, maybe even a bit earlier than that, um, suddenly we were doing these kipping pull-ups and I was like, yeah. this is a progression. Why are we, Why is this? This is cheating. Like, That's the way I felt at yep. the time. And it must have been hard for you to go back from, you know, to do, you were doing a progression movement where, I mean, I know you were doing floor gymnastics mostly, but surely the upper body stuff you were doing, you were doing a lot of upper body work as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you said, all of it was strict stuff. Mm. And I remember the first time I actually saw any sort of butterfly was when I was personal training at a gym in Manhattan. And one of the girls I had just started training also did CrossFit, and I told her pull-ups, and she looks at me, and she's like, do you want butterfly, kipping, what do you want? And I was like, what's butterfly? I was like, I don't, what's kip- I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And one of the other trainers was like, oh, it's cheating pull-ups, and went and jumped on the bar and showed me, like, butterfly pull-ups. So I was like, yeah, no, that's cheating. We're not doing that. I was like, that's <laughs> not a pull-up. So I was all about strict and everything until, until I started CrossFit, mm. and then... You realize, well, I mean, not that I should say everyone's doing it, but everyone's doing it. Mm. So if I want to do well in yeah. any sort of a competition, you have to learn how to do it. And I mean, obviously, I still do a lot of strict pull-ups. We do a lot of weighted pull-ups and things like that. But also practicing, yeah, just the efficiency and technique of butterfly pull-ups because the better you can be at those, mm. you know, a lot of competitions have pull-ups, whether it's regular or chest of bar So you have to practice yeah. As well. Yeah, I found um yeah, I I found that I could do butterfly pull-ups about halfway, no, 3 quarters of the way f- through Fran once because I'd done because I I'd, I'd started doing strict ones and everyone's doing these things and I'm like, bugger, I'm losing here and then if you want to go, you know, 5 minutes and below, you need to be able to do that, I guess. Um yeah, it's tough. But yeah, it is an yeah. art in itself, isn't it? That that movement is actually a bit of an art in itself. That having that shoulder rotation and and the like, mm. I can hear all of my ex special forces mates groaning now. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Like, that's, that's not a pull up. Friends and stuff, yeah. and probably all my coaches and everything. They would be rather disappointed. But yeah. it's all right. Yeah, and at least with um. At least with CrossFit, you don't have to do any of those funny little dance moves that you used to do with gymnastics. Um, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, stuff like that. And wink at the crowd and stuff. Um, uh, and go to music. <laughs> do you do you miss do you miss gymnastics? Uh, once in a while, but I told people like at least for me, because a lot of people's careers get ended by injuries and things like that. But at least for me, like I knew my senior year of college, it was my last year, and I was going to be done. With gymnastics after that, just my body couldn't handle anymore between mm. like my shoulders and then I had two really bad ankles. And so I just soaked up every minute of my senior year and yeah. then I was ready to be done with it. And then after like the year, a couple of years after I graduated, I still lived in Michigan. So I would go and watch some of the gymnastics meets and I definitely like missed being out on the floor. Mm. But part of me, like I said, didn't miss the injuries and the pain and things that you had to like the training and everything. So mm. I was glad that I found another sport. I started weightlifting right after. So I was doing weightlifting when I would still like go and watch the meet. Yeah. And was that, a, was that, I mean, that's, it's not real. It's not a natural progression, is it? To go from gymnastics to Olympic lifting. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> but for me in college, uh, we had a strength conditioning coach 
who was very into Olympic weightlifting. He actually worked at the Colorado Springs Olympic Training Center for a while. And right after I was done with gymnastics, like he knew that I loved the strength conditioning aspect because the summer before I graduated between my junior and senior year, I would go uh, to the lifting room uh, three to four times a week just huh. to go in and lift. Yeah, and we had other stuff that we would do at the gym, like conditioning outside of that. But I just really liked being in the gym and learning about what we were doing. And that was the first time I ever did a back squat as well. Um, mm. So I just found it kind of cool. And then after I graduated, I went and talked to him because I'm like, I still want to work out. I don't want to do gymnastics. I don't know exactly what I want to do. And he's like, you should do weightlifting. You know, short levers. It would be perfect. Yeah. So that's, I was like, okay. So I started doing an internship at the University of Michigan with a bunch of different sports. Worked with like lacrosse, baseball, swimming, um, volleyball, a bunch, like just a bunch of athletes. And it was cool to like learn about like what goes into the programming as well as learning about weightlifting. So I kind of did that right after I graduated. Was there any was there any Olympic lifting move that in particular that you found really easy or that you really like? Uh I mean, I love jerks. I think it's because of just used to being like having things over my head and being in a handstand position. Mm. So I like like using my my shoulders are very strong, especially Mm. compared to my legs. Just because like it's the upper body strength that it takes for gymnastics. Kerry, I know your shoulders are strong and I know this because after on the weekend I was watching a heap of videos and then I went and did a I got an outside gym here and I thought that overhead lunges looks pretty cool i remember doing something similar to that in one of the workouts a couple of years ago in the open and you were doing 145 i think and so i i loaded the bar up put it overhead and went to do a lunge and um then there was this huge crash my family comes around is everything all right I went, you've no idea how heavy that is yeah yeah you're strong um i shouldn't don't give it a try I should have been. I should have known better because there's been some there's there's been some girls over the years at the CrossFit gym that I go to that have absolutely handed me my ass in in lifting, and there's a few of them now that are verging on breaking into the into the games and coming from an all male you know background military background it has been a really humbling experience for me. I know it sounds probably sexist, but I don't mean it like that. I, I sort of realise the limitation of my own my own body more you know especially especially when there's there's a girl at my gym who was you know she was um front squatting what i could back squat and it was killing me because her yeah because her her shoulder position you know front rack position is incredible for starters and whereas it's all i'm carrying all on my wrists when i do a anyway yeah (laughs) that's really funny but no you're you're you are very strong as is tia as well she's I mean, obviously, she's a, a you know Commonwealth Games athlete level lifter. Yeah. Mm. Phenomenal. Yep. So what? So you have to you'll have to work what really hard on your strength to be able to to be able to break into that top three. Yeah. And arguably, you're a little bit shorter than some of the other girls, so you should be able to match them in time. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. like I've just notice a big difference like uh between my weightlifting from like last year to this year and like especially my technique is what we've been working a lot on because I started working with weightlifting coach um and so yeah it's gotten a lot better and definitely just like keep improving my like the clean and the clean and jerk ladder was the best 
mm. finish I've had in like a clean workout. Um, like my stance is good. It's just my like because I can pull upper body strong. So like my snatch, I got ninth place in the one rep max snatch last year. Um, but yeah, it's just my leg strength is something that needs to get better because like the back squat for the CrossFit total this year is what brought it down. Like my, I think I had the strongest shoulder press of any of the women, and like my deadlift's okay. It's not terrible, but it's not the best, obviously. Um, but my back squat just my leg strength just needs to go up. And so is the halo sport going to be instrumental to that, to that strength? Um, or is the strength component different, but the technique, like, I mean, there is a certain degree of, for, for me, there's a, there's a certain fear factor of, you know, uh, like a squat clean getting under the bar at certain yeah. weights. And I'm wondering if the halo sport can help you to get that technique right so it can build more confidence in getting under bigger weights. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And actually, um, I would say yes because it is something like my weightlifting coach, we've been working a lot this last year. Um, and I I use the Halo mainly before my weightlifting sessions because that's what I need the most work on. And it's usually the first session that I have in the day just because, like I said, I need to focus the most on it. So I like being fresh for it and just ready to go. And like, yeah, we've been doing a lot of high percentage work and I feel so much better with the high percentages. So I would definitely say that your halo uh, helped that just because it does help you ingrain the movement. And I think when you get the movement like ingrained and you're confident with the technique, the weight just kind of comes like every once in a while, yeah, it's gonna feel heavy in your hands, but you get used to that and you start to believe in your technique more just because yeah. You do it over and over and over. So. Yeah. And so would you, do you use the halo once a day? Yes. Yeah. So the 20 and with the, the 20 minutes that's sort of prescribed for the neuroplasticity to start, is that, do you, do you do a warm up during that time or do you just chill out and listen to music? Or I do a warm, yeah. I do a warm up during that time because then when I take it off, I'm ready to start with whatever lift that I have because they say the effects last for an hour. So I'm mm. like, I have to take advantage of that hour and get like into my weightlifting and get going. Yeah. So. And so what does a, what does a, what does a, a carry, carry day look like? Like what time, what is, what is your daily schedule, training schedule for someone at the yeah. elite level? I mean, it depends like during the year, what time it is during the year. Um, so like for today, I had a weightlifting session and I worked with my weightlifting coach. Um, and during that session, we had a lot of back squats. We had a lot of squat clean and jerks, uh, some snatch pulls, and then some like uh, grip accessory work. Then I had a little gymnastic work. I had a 20 minute EMOM of four strict ring muscle ups, and then six wall facing strict handstand push ups. Then my Metcon was three rounds of 800 meter run, and then 30 single arm dumbbell thrusters, 30 dumbbell clean and jerks, 30 dumbbell snatches. That's crazy. With a oh my God. And so, yeah, yeah. That's my, um, that's my week's workout right there. All, all <laughs> compressed. I'm like, well, that's why it's my living. So yeah. uh, that's my job. Yeah. So, uh, and then I also had three uh, training clients outside of that. Oh, cool. So I, yeah, so I trained uh, one client first thing in the morning. And then I had to um, a little later on at night. So, do you need to do 
Do you need to do mobility work as well yourself? Or, yes, or, yeah. I do. Especially my, uh, like I said, my overhead positions, okay. Um, but my front rack is what I need a lot of work on. And we've been drilling it, drilling it, drilling it, especially like this last year and a half. And it's gotten better. Still room for improvement. So is that because you're... Is that because you're so is that because you're so strong through the shoulders or tight through the shoulders? Yeah, and mm. I I've told people like hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Like, oh, it's because, like, you know, I started CrossFit and you've gotten stronger. I'm like, even when I was 110 pounds as a gymnast, I still, like, my overhead position just... Like my clothes overhead, so like anything that's like front rack here just has never been good. Like outside, like wide grip overhead squat, I'm fine. Like it's great. I'm really comfortable. Mm. Um, but just like that front rack, and I think it's a lot of like my triceps. Mm. Um, and I think part of it's like my lash just being really tight in my thoracic. Like, like I said, even as a mm. gymnast, my gymnastics coach always made fun of me that I'm flexible in every other way. Mm. Um, except that close grip uh, front rack or close grip even overhead position. Mm. Yeah, I saw some really good um, – I mean, I went searching for it, some really good videos on different different people's uh, flexibility because I was having problems with the squat and my um, – and facing your feet directly forwards during a during a squat. And, and okay. Yeah, and because all these people are saying you got to have your feet, you know, straight ahead and your knees over your, your knees over your toes and then – but I can't. They sort of splay out, and they they do that because I'm really tight through the through the hips. And then, and then I saw a heap of videos with some guys going, "Well, no, you just need to do what is what your mobility and range of movement allows you to do." Um, yeah. Which I thought was interesting. But then again, I went searching for the answer I wanted, so I'm not sure if I got the answer I should have had. <laughs> no, no, I know how that goes. Yeah. Um, oh, so, okay. My, I'm done. Okay, check. Yeah, yeah, got it. Oh, Doctor Google. Yeah. They're all my <laughs> symptoms. <laughs> Yeah, and so with with the halo, do you did have you ever used it for um, like running technique or rowing technique prior to doing it, using it? Yeah, I mean yeah. rowing rowing is such a difficult thing. People don't realize how technical rowing is actually. Yeah, no, you're right, and yes, I have used the halo sport before it, and because and so I actually didn't realize the importance of it until I had a rowing coach reach out to me and contact me about how terrible my rowing was and really it was one of the like yeah i never actually learned how to row probably similar to a lot of crossfitters yeah um it's not something like a lot of coaches i guess take the time out of the schedule to teach and like get on the rower okay push away pull whatever um but yeah so a rowing coach actually reached out to me and i've been working with him for about two years now and my rowing has gotten a lot better and yes they're like do my like on my thursdays I just do rowing because it's my active recovery day. So I will use the Halo Sport for my rowing. Mm. And so active re- recovery sounds pleasant, but I'm sure it's not. Um, on the on the rower, it's one of the most brutal. I've got a concept too at the back that 
for a while for a while there I thought oh, I'm going to give this world record 500 meters a crack and then realized how short I was coming up against that and so then I went for the the maximum distance in one minute which was for me was 337 meters and I thought well that's pretty good that's like right up there and then I checked my and then I checked it out and I'm actually a heavyweight not a lightweight so yeah, yeah. pretty much sold myself short on every I haven't touched a rower since then but um yeah. so so de- so deflated um yeah because yeah, because tw- 20 meters on a rower is a long way how far 20 like just to pull up 20 meters short on a rower is a long way uh, yeah. to make up 20 it meters is. yeah it's a huge amount of distance um it is yeah especially in a short amount of time yeah in fact yeah. there was an open workout a few years ago in fact it was two years in a row where where you had to do for for the men it was a hundred kilogram 100 100 kilogram or 110 kilogram maybe even um deadlifts followed by 30 wall balls or something like that maybe even 50 i can't remember and then and then it, do you remember the 55 deadlifts 55 wall balls oh is that what it was no? yeah 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 and i and i that first year i didn't get off the rower i was like holy shit so i never got to the handstand push-ups like i was like uh, one or two because you had to get through the whole lot in a certain amount of time to go on to the next round yeah and then yeah yeah and then in 2000 and in 2017 they they did it again and um and i got off the got off the rower and got into the handstand push-ups which was good i was happy with that but yeah yeah, yeah that's right it was 55 55 55 but that was a brutal workout it was it was especially for a lot of people like the deadlifts just caught them off guard it's a lot of reps and then yeah going right into the wall balls and then like you said on the rower too because a lot of people start out too hard mm. and then like die because mm. it's it's not super long but it's long enough mm. but did I you thought that was a really fun workout yeah I, I would do it again did you do have you done i haven't checked this i should have researched this have you ever done any of the reveal workouts where you've gone head to head with someone else on on the reveals for the open yes I did open 17.2 versus Christy Aramo. Oh, that's the dumbbell or is that? Yeah. Yeah, that was the dumbbell walking lunge with the toes to bar with the dumbbell cleans. And then later on, yeah. And so that was the the second, that was, that surprised everyone because I used dumbbells again straight away after the, there were 22.5s as well for the men as I recall. Which doesn't sound heavy, but it's heavy when it's over, overhead and you're trying to stabilize it. And, and yeah, it's just, and it was a long time, especially, yeah, like holding on to them and then trying to do like toes to bar and bar muscle-ups when you're like holding on those dumbbells and your grip is just shot too. Yeah. And the workout before that was the, um, the dumbbell cleans and the box jump, uh, the burpee box jump overs, I think. The, the dumbbell snatches. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dumbbell snatches. And then, yeah. And, yep. and the girl who was, um, <laughs> the girl who was. Uh, scoring for me at CrossFit um, Fornix in Adelaide. She's like, just pick up the weight, Bram. Just pick up the weight, Bram. <laughs> like, yeah, so that became a thing. I would do it. I would do it. Oh. That became a thing at, yeah, that became a bit of a thing at CrossFit for a while. They just pick up the weight, Bram, because I was just like hunched over going, oh my God, this has creeped up on me. Yeah. Um, no, that was a brutal one. Because they like increased in reps too each round. Yeah. It was brutal. It isn't lost on me the fact that a a CrossFit novice hack can talk about the CrossFit Open with someone of sort of your ability and world world ranking and standing, which I think is one of the most amazing things about the Open. 
for me, yeah. Um, because you're able to, you know, put your score in and then see it against, you know, all of these people who are, who are ultimately your sort of heroes or, or people that you, you know, you can measure yourself against. I say quite often that motivation is fleeting, but consistency is what build champions. Are you Are you more motivated than consistent or do you find that it's just consistent hard work over time? I think that it's just consistent hard work over time. Mm. I mean, I'm a very motivated individual as well, just as far as like staying consistent with my workouts and making sure I get in Mm. everything that I have to do to the best of my ability, just because I love what I do and I love pushing myself and like the feeling at the end of the day when you know and you like gave it your best. So Mm. I think it's just like, yeah, that consistency, consistency over time, it just like adds up, adds up, adds up. Yeah. And and for you, what does motivate you though? What have you got something that other than self motivation? Is there other things that intrinsically motivate you? I'm just such a competitive person. You just that like winning anything that I, I just want to be the best. Mm. And it's like even if I'm like at the grocery store and I'm like walking next to someone, I'm like I'm gonna get to the chicken faster than them, or I'm gonna go like get this place faster than that person, or like even if I'm swimming next to somebody that I don't even know, I'm like I'm gonna beat them. And mm. so I'm just like a competitive person in basically everything that I do. Mm. And I think that's basically what it stems down to as far as like my motivation. Can you teach clients that? I, I don't think so. Mm. I mean, you can like try and push them and like kind of like create little rivalries, I guess, like in the gym, like, okay, Josh, and, and like kind of like compare people and try and like have little games like that. But I mean, I don't think you can teach like the like consistency and the hard work every day and like digging deep and like going to that dark place and I Mm. think like mentality is something that's really hard to teach like you can teach people anything physically but I think like just the mentality of like I said going to the dark place and digging deep and going into that cave or like making people go and work out every day or like skipping certain social events and stuff I think is really hard, if not impossible. Yeah. Yeah, one of the things that um, Louise, the, the coach at uh, CrossFit Fornix, says is, um, I can't do this, and she'll go, well, not with that attitude, you can't. I love it. I love it. It's true, though. Mm. Like, all that, yeah, I, I use that line, too, because it's the truth, though. Like, if you don't think that you can, then you're not. You're just defeat yourself. It's like, just try it, and then... If you can't, then you can't. That you don't know until you try. Yeah, I'm embarrassed asking you this, but um, have you got your diet reined in? Because I know some CrossFitters are like, I do not count calories. I don't do any of that shit because I just work so hard that I don't have to. And then others swear by things like My Fitness Pal and weighing food and this sort of stuff. Where do you sit in that camp? Yeah, I'm actually more of I am a pretty strict eater um, mm. with my nutrition and everything, and I think. Like, just being completely honest, like, I think part of it stems from just being vain, and I've had a six-pack my entire life, and I can't imagine not having a six-pack, and not that, like, if I didn't count calories, if I ate more ice cream or whatever, that I wouldn't. I hate you. But at the end of the day, like, (laughs) that's kind of my motivation for eating, so. I'm the other way around. I'm like, you know what? I've had a six-pack before. I can get that back, but I can't. Yeah. I can't, because I'm just like, I'll eat this. Um, yeah. So you do, so you definitely dial it in and and know what calories you're eating. Um, yeah, and I 
Uh, I work with a nutrition coach. Um, I work with RP Strengths. Mm. So I've been with them for a little over two years. So they do like all of my nutrition thing. Mm. And like I joke around because like after competitions, mm. like Nick reaches out and he's like, I hope you eat something good. Like get off your diet for a little while. Cause you know, it's like, I'm like pretty regimented. I'm like, don't worry. Like after competitions, I always have like, well, especially after the games, it was like a couple weeks of mm. just eating. Like I went to Mexico. So it was like eating a lot of Mexican food, a lot of ice cream and like kind of just whatever I want or refuel myself. And I don't know. I just noticed that I feel a lot better when I eat healthier and stuff too. Like if I eat too much processed food, I definitely feel a difference. Like my stomach gets upset. I think you just like my body's like so finely tuned now that it's used to certain things. And even like, I don't know, I always like crave chicken and it's just, it's part of like being so strict that your body ends up just craving those things that you give it. Yeah. Yeah, so would you would you um, would you define your eating habits in any one sort of diet, like paleo diet or keto or anything like that? Or no, I would say it's just it's just clean eating. Yeah, like it's. I mean, I don't like is, follow yeah any like strict yeah. diet. It's a lot of vegetables and lean proteins, like chicken. Mm. Um, mainly, it's chicken, but I will have like some lean ground beef here and there, eggs. Um, I love oatmeal. I eat oatmeal a couple of times a day. Uh, sometimes like potatoes and I'll have some fruits here and there, apples, strawberries, uh, blueberries, bananas, mm. um, some yeah. peanut butter, avocados. So whole foods. Things like that. Yeah. It's like pretty clean. Yeah. Cool. And what's yeah. the rest of the year looking like for you now? What is your, what's your lead up looking like for next year? Cause obviously you started to plan already for next year. Yeah, so last year I did a lot of traveling. This year is kind of the opposite. I'm not really doing too much. Mm. Um, I am going to actually just do like a fun weightlifting competition at the end of October because the people at our gym are like we have a barbell. We just got our, I just started a barbell club. So mm. everyone's going to do the weightlifting comp. And I was like, sure, I'll come join you. And my coach is like, it doesn't matter if you're lifting 100% or whatever, just come have fun. It'll be a good experience. Mm. I was like, I agree. Um, and then other than that, I'm just, yeah, mainly just training. And then I'm going to do Wadapalooza in January. So that's the only plan that I have. So I mainly focus on training and getting stronger. Yeah, my, February yeah. comes around pretty quick, doesn't it? It does. It does. My, last year I was away for seven weeks and I was actually went to Australia. Oh, did you? Um, at the, at, yeah, it was great. I was uh, in Melbourne for the CrossFit Invitational. Yeah. Did you hang so, with? Yeah, that, did you hang with Tia? Yeah, that's, we hang with everyone. That's cool. It's the, the invite. Yeah, the invitational is a really cool competition just because it is like mm. I feel like everyone's just like a lot more chill than at the games because it's. I mean, yeah, you're versing the other countries or continents. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's a lot of fun and it's just like mm. such a chill event and it's like cool being on a team and representing your country. What did you think yeah. of Australia? Oh, it was beautiful. You liked it? I wish I had there. Yeah. I have friends oh. from Minnesota and they reckon it's like what America was like in the 1980s. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's great. It is, yeah, that's like some of the technology is a little different, but it's great because it's like everyone's so friendly, mm. it's so chill. Mm. And we went down like near the coastline to Flinders, which is just like south of Melbourne. Mm. And it was gorgeous. Mm. It was my dad's idea to go. And I was like, at first, he wanted to go. And I was like, we're going to be in Melbourne. Like, let's just stay in Melbourne for the time 
before I'm there because I was there. I ended up being there for like 10 days. Mm. Um, I'm like, let's just go to, let's just stay in Melbourne for the time. We don't need to go anywhere else. Like, cause that's where the invitational is going to be. And he's like, no, I've heard like Flinders is amazing. Mm. And I was like, okay, fine. But yeah, it was like cool. The coastline, it was just like a postcard everywhere. It was gorgeous. And it was a lot of cool, like, little hikes and stuff to do along the water. And I got probably 500 pictures just because it was so beautiful. And, like, I wish I had more time mm. um, while I was there. So my dad was like, I want to go back for two months and just explore all around Australia. I was okay. like, if I have time, I definitely want to come and join or at least come for a little bit. Because, yeah, we just saw, like, Melbourne and Flinders. I was it. So I'd love to go and see Brisbane and Sydney, just like kind of tour mm. around. And and how'd your team go? Uh, we ended up getting third. Mm. So who was on the team? So it was me, Tanil Reed, Noah Olson, and Scott Panchik. Okay. So we had a blast. It was That's a lot a of fun. Like they're great people to get around, and it was yeah, amazing. Um, and yeah, Adam Nefer was our our coach, and he was he was a member of Fort Vancouver who mm. took second at the games mm. last year. Um. And so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like, the group, we got along really well. Yeah. It was just we didn't have too much experience with the worm. Mm. So we made a lot of a lot of mistakes on the worm. Like, the one CrossFit event, we ended up doing really well, which was, like, snatches and bar muscle-ups, and then the handstand walk, we did phenomenal too. Mm. Um, but just, like, we made way too many mistakes with the worm, and just our timing was off mm. and stuff. But the Pacific, Australia won. They did great. Mm. So... Yeah. You've been on a team with Rich Froning before, haven't you? I Yeah, I was mm. um, at the Invitational two years ago when it was in Toronto. That would have been a blast as well. Yeah. It it, it was a blast. He was a great leader. He was, It was really cool to like learn from him and train with him, mm. except when we got second. That wasn't so much fun. No, so. no that's sort yeah. of uncool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was yeah, fun until that happened, but... Mm. Yeah, we definitely went first, but Europe ended up beating us. Um, I've spent a lot of time with Americans over the years. We're 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 very close in in culture, I think, especially the special forces. Um, oh well, yeah. Do you did you ever have any any sort of inkling towards or or anything towards the military? Did you ever think that you maybe you'd like to do that? Join the join the join the Marines or do something like that? I like thought about it a little bit, especially the Marines, mm. um, because a lot of the things that you do in CrossFit is very similar, but I don't know, like, I'm not going to lie, it scares me a lot, and I don't know, like, I'm like, obviously I'm tough mentally, but I don't know, I don't know if I could go through it. I mean, mm. I, I feel like I would end up pushing myself to do it just because you don't have a choice and stuff, but it's a challenge, yeah. I don't know, it's very, it's very scary, and I'm like, props to people that do it, like, we actually have a female at our gym, she's... Uh, 18 years old and she's going to join the Marines. Uh, she leaves in January mm. and I'm like, she's a champ. I'm like props to you. Like that's, that's incredible. I'm like, it takes a special person mm. to go into the Marines or any sort of military. Mm. Yeah. I sort of, it was good for me. And then, and then, like I said to you before coming out and then mixing with the general population and you, you sort of, I've even got a, a newer found respect for what I did before. And now, and, and now more sort of, not tolerance, the wrong word, compassionate almost towards, you know, civilians. It's, I've been out six, six or seven years now. And so I've got a lot of friends who aren't in the military and, and it's such a refreshing thing after 20 years of having only army friends. Yeah. And I didn't realize just how fit and how tough some of them are, especially in the CrossFit community. 
you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. What? No, um, definitely. So there'll be a heap of crossfitters listening to this that'll be really jealous of me getting to talk to you and there'll, there'll be like a million questions that I didn't ask that they'll want answered. What are your top tips for, for young people who are starting with CrossFit and they want to they wanna sort of progress? What, what, what are some of the top things that you'd, you'd advise them? Yeah, number one most important thing, you have to be patient. It takes time to develop all the skills um, needed for CrossFit. Mm. And even like some of the mistakes that I made, one is like being impatient with weightlifting um, and wanting, as a lot of people do, uh, want to go up in weight too quickly before you like actually learn the technique. Um, there's nothing wrong with going like heavier in like squats and deadlifts and things that are more just like straight up strength. But until you learn technique for cleans and snatches and stuff, don't worry about your weight. Get the technique first because the strength will come later. And same with like the gymnastic stuff. Learn the strict movements first before you start trying to do too many kipping and butterfly movements. Just mm. like strict movements help just get your tendons and ligaments and everything strong along with your muscles. Um, and once you are good at like especially strict pull-ups, the butterflies will mm. be second nature. They'll come pretty easily. So just focus on the basics and focus on, yeah, learning movements properly. And then everything will pick up quickly after that. And also make mobility a priority. Do you do any specific running training or do you just get enough from the Metcons? I do specific running training as well. I do specific running training. I do like I have separate rowing sessions and then I do right now it's one swim session a week. Um, When it comes closer to the games, then I'll do two swim sessions a week. But I've found that if I, especially running, if I have separate running sessions, it just makes me feel so much better cardio-wise, and it relays over to the Metcons. So I have at least one running session a week um, outside of my Metcons. That's like, I don't know, like something that's a little bit longer, probably a total of like two to three miles. Mm. And then I'll have one session that's just like a lot of short sprints, like 50 to 100-meter sprints. Yeah, right. Very, yeah. I could honestly talk to you all day, but I'm cognizant of your time. So the Halo Sport... You're a believer, which is great. I think people here can, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and where can people find you? And if any Australians want want to want to do some coaching with you or something like that, where can they where can they seek you out? Yeah. So first and foremost, my Instagram, Carrie Pierce CrossFit. I'm usually pretty good about answering the messages on there. But if they would rather email, then just Carrie Pierce CrossFit at gmail is my email. So I usually check that pretty frequently. And Pierce Points as well. Yeah, and Pierce Pointers. Sign up for the newsletter. The link is in my bio. So Okay. Today, first newsletter, so I'm really excited for that. I'll sign up right now. Carrie, so much for your time. I really appreciate you. I know you're super busy and it's late there and you need need rest because you sleep for like 10 hours a night probably. Probably, yeah. So, yeah, just about. I need to. All right. That recovery. Mm. Thanks again. (laughs) I I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, Pam. Okay, bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Just when you thought you didn't need another jacket, along comes the Kill Capture Pathfinder jacket. I could bore you with all of the Spec Ops design features, but what you really want to know are the benefits of owning this piece of tough luxury. Well, you'll walk into any room and immediately dominate it. If you're wearing it for business casual, you'll close the deal. Wearing it to a sporting event, and your team's gonna win. It's light, so you can pack more things in your grab bag, and it's tougher than you are too, 
which let's face it, that's pretty cool because not much else is. It comes in a military grade Pelican case and has a tracking beacon included because your nemesis is going to try and take it from you and you'll want to monitor that. It's a jacket of choice for Mad Dog Mattis, the actor Dan McPherson, Nick Warner, the former head of ASUS, and I've got one too. Go to the site www.killcapture.com and use the coupon code Team Australia, all capitals. You'll love the after-sale service, the quality and the styling of this limited edition special operator jacket. I wear mine with jeans and a t-shirt for the weekend rides on my Norton Commando. Occasionally, with a dress shirt, pants, when I go to tequila bars. I'll be wearing it to this year's book launch too. Pick yourself one up today. That's www.killcapture.com. That's capture with a K. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.